This is the Future State Project with me, Rob Westervelt, episode one. It doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be awesome. The more you master marketing and innovation, the more successful you and your organization will be. This is a fact. As Peter Drucker said, there are only two business functions that produce results, innovation and marketing. Innovation creates solutions. Marketing creates customers. All the rest are costs. The key is every person in your organization needs to understand that they are marketing and innovation experts. Maybe they're not right now, but they will become those experts. Perfectionism in the broader sense refers to all or nothing thinking. It needs to be done right, perfect, or else it's a failure. If I mess up, people will see that I'm in a way over my head. Since I didn't make it to the gym today, I might as well eat the pizza. Generally, the goal of a perfectionist is good. It's the pursuit of excellence, the desire to do the best job, the drive to be successful. However, the true motivator of perfection is fear. I need to make it enough money in order for my family to be comfortable is driven by the fear your family will live in poverty because you failed. That's from Elizabeth Lombardo. She wrote a book called Better Than Perfect, Seven Strategies to Crush Your Inner Critic and Create the Life You Love. Now, I don't like those kinds of titles, but that is a good description of perfection. And perfection is a problem when it comes to innovation. Actually, it's a problem, period. It's a problem for everyone. If you go back and you look at the oldest definition of perfection, It's pretty precise, gives a few shades of the concept, and it comes from a man we know as Aristotle. The book Delta, which is book five of the metaphysics that he wrote, he distinguishes these three meanings of the term. The first one is that which is complete, which contains all the requisite parts. Second definition which is so good that nothing of the kind could be better. And then the third one is that which has attained its purpose. Okay, so that brings us to this title of this episode today, which is, It Just Has to Be Awesome. So let's think about that for a minute. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. We do not know what perfection is. We've probably never seen it. But we have all seen awesome. We've all said that was awesome. Somebody says something to us or, or does something. Maybe one of our children does something. And we go, that was awesome. It attained its purpose. Awesome is good enough. Now, some of you may not know this, but I spent some time studying philosophy back in the day. 
And this, uh, I got my graduate degree in philosophy, and it, it's, it's really paid off dividends. Because you know what? Definitions and words matter. You got to know what it is that is guiding your thoughts and decision making. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward to another philosopher, Gottfried Leibniz, who thought a lot about perfection. And he held that uh, this concept called the best of possible worlds. And he didn't claim that the best of possible worlds, which is the one that we live in right now, God created the best possible world, was not perfect. Okay, so think about that for just a minute. The world that we live in is awesome, right? We know that it's awesome because we say awesome all the time in this world. But that doesn't mean that this world is perfect. But perhaps, perhaps it meets the third definition that Aristotle gives us, which is it has attained its purpose. So I want to go back to this uh, concept of it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. Perfection derails innovation. Perfection requires planning. It requires um, scrutiny. And when you do that, when you have those two things just hanging over your head, does that make you super creative? No. It doesn't. Does that make you feel inspired? No. You know what it makes you feel? It makes you fearful because there's somebody who has this idea the way it should be, even though they don't know exactly you. Have you ever heard the phrase where they say, I'll know it when I see it? The problem with those guys is they never see it. So focus instead on awesome. You know, the oldest meaning of awesome is something which inspires awe. Now the words become something of a slang expression. And, uh, but if, if you think about this for a second, think about, think about the notion of awesome. Awe-inspiring. Now that's going to be on a continuum. There's going to be things that are just like blowing your mind. And then there are going to be things that are like, that was great. But you know what? When it comes to innovation, now innovation is creating a solution. And I am going to be talking about that in a, a new video that I'm going to put out. Um, Janet Heron, somebody who did not see herself as innovative, created an amazing innovation, which I will discuss in my next video, which you can catch on robw.co. But the whole point of the future state, the future state project here at George Fox University, is to go from the present state that we are currently in to the future that we desire. Now, how we get there is not going to be through planning. And here's the reason why. Because we have no idea what the future holds for us. So there is no way you can plan for that future. Now, there are some things. I, I had a lot of people 
I gave a big plenary address to about 400 seniors here at George Fox, and I talked about design thinking, and I, I was really trying to reinforce the idea of uh, don't plan, do. And, of course, everybody's kind of freaking out about that because they're like, well, what are you saying? You don't plan at all? Yes, of course I plan. I plan when I know that the past is an indicator of the future. Let me give you an example. I'm sitting up here behind the financial aid office near the admissions office, and guess what? You can plan your academic career. And the reason you can plan it is because you know that if you take a certain number of classes, they will lead to a degree. So in the case of college, let's say, the past is an indicator of the future, okay? Class A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Over time, that equals degree X. Now, if somebody threw out the idea of, hey, how do you create man-powered flight? Um, well, back in the 50s, 60s, they would be like, I have no idea. Well, what are you going to do? How are you going to solve that problem? Are you going to sit in a room and plan it out? Is that, is that what uh, the Wright brothers did? Is they sat in a big room and they drew drawings of airplanes and things like that? No, you know what they did? They got some basic ideas together and then they started flying their stuff. And the more you try and fail, the more you learn. But here is the insight. Here's the insight. The insight is that in innovation, you never fail. You only learn. So now if I were to think about the Wright brothers and I were to think about the time when they probably got a little bit of lift and they just flew up just a little bit and bam, hit the ground, they probably, if they used the word awesome back then, they probably would have went, dude, that was awesome. We got some lift. Let's go back and put this thing together and try another thing. Let's tweak it. That, my friends, is the innovative process. They're, they created a prototype, and then they test the prototype, and then you get feedback from your test. And the feedback isn't failure. The feedback is learning what you didn't know. That, my friends, is awesome. Now, there's a whole story about how this phrase came to be. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. It's a powerful phrase. I've had so many of my team uh, tell me over the years, man, I, this, I just feel so empowered by this because I know what awesome is, and it's not perfect. So this is an empowering phrase, and there's a whole story about how this came to be. And you can find that story on robw.co. You can go to my LinkedIn and read about it. It's called Perfect Versus Awesome. And it's a whole story about the creation of our George Fox football helmets. And this was back in the day when there weren't as many people. This is like four, almost five years ago, when uh, universities were just starting to, to use HGI. And they were dipping their helmets and creating all these really awesome designs. So anyway, go ahead and check that out if you're curious about the origin story. Now, going back to this phrase, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. Let's consider this podcast, okay? It doesn't sound perfect, does it? You know what happened this morning? 
I woke up. I didn't bring, it's about, uh, let me look at my watch right now. It's 5.42. Started this podcast, who knows, around 5.30. I was going to bring my computer to work. Didn't do it. Forgot. You know why? Because I don't normally come to the office at around 5.25. But that's okay. I've got a phone. I'm going to do it through the phone. And you know what? It's going to be awesome. You know why? Because I'm doing a podcast. We're connecting with each other. Now, it's not perfect. And am I going to get better at it? Absolutely. So I wanted to do this podcast, number one, because I've been asked to do a podcast. I've, I've had several people say, hey, you should do a podcast. And you know what? The first thought that came into my mind was, that sounds super complicated. And I don't have a lot of time. And you guys, those of you who know me, know that I believe time is our most valuable resource. It's the one resource we can't make enough of. It is truly limited. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to do a podcast too much. So my friend Jesse Setz, he is a student here. He heard my plenary lecture on, um, it wasn't a lecture, it was a presentation on design thinking to the Leap of 400 group. And uh, he, he connected with me and we, um, we got to talking and we're challenging each other. And he said, you should do a podcast. Now, literally, he, he, he emails me and says, do a podcast. And later that day, Kay Ann Griffith, I want to shout out to her, sends me a podcasting app. And I'm like, okay, I'll do this. The barrier to entry is a little bit lower than I thought it would be. So I'm going to go for it. And hopefully this encourages you. It, I hope it encourages you not to try to be perfect. Just do it. Okay, it's 30-year anniversary this year, the 30th anniversary of the phrase, just do it. And you know the company. I don't even have to say it. Now, I remember when that phrase came out 30 years ago. I was sporting just do it gear. I had no idea what just do it meant. But guess what? I do now. And it's a beautiful thing. Just do it is about innovation. It's about taking a leap. Now, I really want you to check out. And I don't, I don't know when I'm going to have this up. I'm hopefully going to have this video up today. So by the time you hear this podcast, this video will be up, but it's a video of Janet. And it's this system that she created using a magnet. And I don't know why every cubicle system in the world doesn't have something like this. But anyway, this is the first episode of the Future State Project. Thank you for listening up until this point. I apologize that the sound is not where it needs to be, but I will get it there. Now, as you head out today, I want you to meditate on this phrase. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome. Have a good day.